Hello everyone, welcome back to Tea Time Reports. Thank you so much for tuning in to our Tampa Bay Rowdies coverage. This was a very nice win over Hartford Athletic on a primetime game on Wednesday night. Uh, won 2-0. Uh, two own goals from Hartford Athletic. They are fucking awful. Uh, 4-21-4 on the season for those guys. I don't even want to talk about them. They were kind of just abysmal and pathetic. Good crowd, nice pitch, nice little stadium they got there, and a, a decently historically known franchise in the USL Championship League, uh, but they've just been really bad for the past couple of years. So if you're a Hartford Athletic fan, I do apologize to you. Um, but the Rowdies come away with just a really nice win. Um, they did everything they needed to do, in all honesty. They now improved to 16-8-6. and six. They are 10-3-2 at home. They are 6-5-4 away. They are on a win streak of one now. In their last five, they are, um, they, well, in their last six, they're 3-2-1, uh, which is pretty awesome. So they're actually 17-8-6, excuse me. And uh, at and home, they're 10-3-2, and away, they're 7-5-4. Um, but yeah, no, overall, this game was very impressive from them. Started out a little rocky. Um, two yellows given in the first 25 minutes to each side. One to Ekra and one to, I believe, a coaching member of Hartford. Um, and then an own goal from Rice in the 16th minute. And then in the 26th minute, another own goal from Makingala. Um, and really nice setups on both goals that kind of created both own goals. Lewis Hilton with a sniper shot, then JJ with a nice executed finish. That kind of just should not have gone in, but it really should have. But the, the defender just slid in like an idiot. I don't know what he was thinking. But Josh Perez had a really nice game. He was all around the ball. Lucky Mokasana got subbed in. Um, but Lewis Hilton, really kind of the guy I was paying attention to. Him and Charlie Dennis, both those guys had really nice games. Dalgard got subbed in, so he's kind of showing improvement of getting his health back. I like how we're kind of easing him back into the lineup, getting him ready for playoffs, considering that there's only three games left in the regular season. The final regular season game is going to be October 14th on a Saturday for us against Louisville City uh, FC and Lynn Family Stadium. So that's going to be a very interesting last game. So we just have to kind of focus on onward ahead. But again, back to Hartford Athletic and Trinity Health Stadium in Connecticut. They had a really nice pitch, a really nice crowd there. Really a shame that their club is this bad, but um, we really did kind of show up with our offensive output. We we did what we needed to do, um, and I really do believe, in a sense, that we we might be the best team in this league. I know Pittsburgh beat us, and I know Memphis swept us, but with Cal Jennings and 28 appearances, he has 16 goals. And J.J. Williams, 28 appearances, 11 goals. Charlie Dennis, 31 appearances, 11 goals. Jake LaCava, 18 appearances, 3 goals. And with our assist king like J.J. Williams, 28 appearances, 7 assists. Sebastian Delgar, 22 appearances, 5 assists. Ryan Spaulding, we miss you, 9 appearances, 4 assists. Aaron Guillen, 28 uh, appearances and 3 assists. Shots, J.J. Williams, 28 appearances, 51 shots, which is really good to see. You just want to see those chances being creative. Cal Jennings, 28 appearances, 47 shots. Charlie Dennis, 31 appearances, 42 shots. Jake LaCava, 18 appearances, 19 shots. Forrest Lasso, love you, bro. Hope you get better. 25 appearances, 15 shots. 
we do need Forrest Lasso uh, for playoff time, so hopefully he'll be 100%. Rest him for the remaining games for sure. Deion Harris in 27 appearances, he has 13 shots. Chances created, Charlie Dennis in 31 appearances has 60 chances created. The next, the second most on our team is uh, Jordan Doherty, 30 appearances, 27 chances created. So shout out to Charlie Dennis for just being an X factor for us in the midfield, being that kind of offensive mind, and you know making those really nice delicate passes and doing what you have to do to create those good offensive plays and those good offensive streaks and just making sure that the ball is being put in the right position to succeed and get a good shot on goal and if not a shot a good pen and if not a pen you know a clean goal um, and then for Connor Sparrow in 27 appearances he has 73 saves which is pretty fucking good he has nine clean sheets in 27 appearances in 27 appearances he has 28 goals conceded so shout out to Connor Sparrow for kind of just thriving and emerging as a beast um, Aaron Gwian, um and obviously Freddie Kleeman and obviously uh, gosh Josh Perez and Jan Ekro was playing in the back as well so really cool to see us kind of change up our whole kind of scheme in a sense and see what we could do with it and you kind of can only learn to appreciate that in a sense you know because we really have dealt with so much adversity this year you know Ryan Spaulding getting called up to MLS to Leo Fernandez not being able to play at all this regular season so far to you know adversity with Forrest Lasso now being injured Delgard's injury Hilton just now coming back I mean this team has been through so much this season and we're still performing at an incredibly high level I mean we are a paradise club for this 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 league and our offense is premier you know, not Premier League-esque, and shout out to our Premier League panel series, which will be coming back very shortly. It's been a little bit of a hard time scheduling all the boys together. We want to get Fane on there for that, um, but definitely stay tuned for that, all of our Premier League and, uh, you know, series on, you know, over-the-pond fan fans of football, um, as well as a series of, uh, you know, the continuation of our AC Milan Discussions and stuff will continue with Caden taking helm on that. Shout out to Caden um, and shout out to AC Milan. I know he'll appreciate that. But uh, yeah, no, this was a very full sound win over Hartford Athletic. We had, I think we were actually at half losing possession, you know, like 48 to 52, I believe. And I don't know how we were, you know, winning in the first half because of the two own goals. But they did have one goal called back due to offsides. They just had a really rough game overall. Um, they weren't really able to create many chances or have many. They had like 18 shots, but like they weren't really accurate. None of them were like full on um, on target shots. Um, so just overall, they were just kind of saying fuck it, sending some Hail Marys up there, but nothing to prevail. And uh, we, we see why they're probably the worst team in the USL championship right now. They really have to turn things around or they'll probably get fucking, you know, <laughs> who knows, closed down, but, uh, or at least sent down to USL Championship League One. But uh, let's move forward here to a more interesting discussion. Um, September 30th, Saturday at 7.30 p.m., the Tampa Bay Rowdies are going to be taking on Loudoun United FC. This is a team we have already beaten earlier on in the season, but they put up a good fight against us. 
Um, let me check up that game. It was recent, I believe. Yeah, we won four to two. Um, so they they weren't able to really maintain possession or do anything in that game. I remember watching that game. I haven't missed a game this season, but the fact that it's at Al Lang, that's just a benefit to us, a plus. Um, and Loudon, if I'm not mistaken, let me just get to their stats on the season because we obviously need to talk about their um, their stats and what they've been doing. Um, I'm going to have to go to their home section here. Give, give me one second, everyone. I apologize. Um... But I know they're not as good as... I know they're better than Hartford Athletic, but I know they're not as... Yeah, bro, they're, they're barely better than Hartford Athletic. They're 7-20-4. They're 4-9-3 at home. They're 3-11-1 away. They're on a losing streak of one. Their last five matches, they're 0-4-1. Um, games played, 31. They've only won seven. Yeah, drawn four, lost 20, 22.6% of their games are won. They're in the 11th seed, and I believe they're in the East with the Tampa Bay Rowdies. 55 goals conceded, 1.8 per game, four clean sheets, that's terrible. Uh, five penalties conceded. 65.3% of their tackles are successful, 49.7% of their duels are successful, 468 success rate of their aerial duels. Distribution-wise... Almost 80% of their passes are successful, 13,532 total passes, 10,733 are successful, uh, 436.5 passes per game, 44.7% uh, success rate on their long passes. They're pretty aggressive with the ball, um, 305 total open play crossers, 72 successful crosses, 50% average possession. Um, their attack, 247 total shots, excluding blocked shots on goal this season. Um, 124 shots on target, 35 goals scored, 14.2 conversion rate, 79.7 minutes per goal, 6 left foot goals, 23 right foot goals, 3 headed goals, 3 other goals, 4 penalties scored, 1 penalty missed, 30 goals inside the box, 5 outside the box. Um, Discipline-wise, they have 75 yellow cards and 5 red cards on the season. That's really bad. That's really why the, some of these teams are fucking losing so much, like Hartford and Loudoun. They just, their discipline is so bad. 371 fouls won, 407 fouls conceded. That is really rough. Let's get to some player stats for Loudoun uh, United FC. Zach Ryan is a guy that we need to look out for. 27 appearances with 10 goals. Um, Khalil... Um, L, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna say Khalil L. 28 appearances, eight goals. Thomas Williamson, 29 appearances, five goals. Assist wise, assist wise, Khalil L. 28 appearances, five assists. Shot wise, Thomas Williamson is their leader. 29 appearances, 47 shots. And then Zach Ryan, 27 appearances, 41 shots. Chances career uh, created. Khalil L. 28 appearances, 35 chances created. Man, their offense overall is really bad. Saves, Dane Jickelman, uh, 15 appearances, 44 saves. They've struggled with their keeper. Looks like they've been splitting time all season. 
clean sheets, only three by Hugo, and that's the, not, that's the guy that's not even starting. Um, the guy that's starting, Dane, he only has one in 15 appearances. Goals conceded, 31 in 16 appearances by Hugo Faru, who's on the bench. And then Dane Jacobman in 15 appearances, he's conceded 24 goals. Man, they can't figure it out on their defensive side either. Man, that's really rough for them. And I think that we can come in and probably dominate that defensive uh, weakness that they have. And I really think that this is a game that we could come out with points. Probably a goal from Charlie Dennis with an assist from Josh Perez. A goal from Lewis Hilton with a sniper shot. He's going to take another with an assist from J.J. Williams. And then a goal from J.J. Williams with an assist from... Fuck it, I'll say Ariel Martinez. Why not? And I think we could probably win handedly 3-0 here. It doesn't look... Like, they have a couple good offensive players, but overall their team does not look like it's gotten any better since the last time we've played them. Um, genuinely, it looks like they've gotten worse, especially at keeper. I mean, their, their keepers have played pretty much the same amount of games, and they both suck equally, and they just can't figure it out there. I don't know if it's their development program. I don't know if they're not scouting guys properly. I don't know if they can get the talent on the door. Um, I don't know how many athletes are going to Loudoun to, to play uh, you know, USL Championship League soccer. But uh, all I know is that uh, Loudon definitely is not winning this game. They're coming into Alang, definite underdogs. They'll probably try and play, you know, they'll probably get a goal, if anything, one goal. But then they're going to switch to that possession ball, be conservative, and then we'll we'll break away with it, if anything. So I'm actually going to predict the score to be 3-1. Um, and then obviously I feel like we're just going to go ham, especially later on in the first half, but especially seal the deal towards the first portion of the second half. And I hope it's a clean game by the refs. I hope they don't sh- fucking shit the bed. And I actually hope that the production... Normally it is when it's in Tampa. The production on TV is pretty good. I really like our com- uh, our commentators. John Davies, I believe. Uh, John Davis or John uh, Davison or something like that. He's like a South African sounding dude. Really fucking dope commentator. Really appreciate his craft. Um... But, yeah, no, I was saying uh, earlier that there's only three games left for the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Um, Let me just look up. Like I just, we talked about, uh, obviously, Loudon, But uh, they really have to kind of worry about October 7th against Pittsburgh. We're going to be at Alang, so two home games back-to-back. So let's win both of these. And against Louisville... Louisville is always a good team. Pittsburgh is a good team. So we're, the final two games are against teams we're probably going to meet in the playoffs. But we need to beat Pittsburgh. We need to show that we can beat them, especially at home. Uh, even if that's like a 1 or 2 nil victory, we, we need to come away with that kind of positivity there. Um, and that kind of gives us free range to kind of lose the last regular season or kind of draw the last regular season game. Um, obviously, I want to win all these three games, but... Um, at least they're all Saturday games, so we're not playing any primetime Wednesday night games, which is going to be good for attrition and stamina purposes. I hope against Louisville we rest some of our really key pieces, like Dennis. I hope he comes off the bench. You know, give some of our younger guys, you know, some time, like Tate Johnson, if anything, against Louisville. If it's down bad, just get him some reps, get him some time on the pitch, in a sense. Um, one thing I do really want to notate is we, we will beat Loudon. Like, I'm not worried about Loudon United FC, but I do want to come out and really do something against Pittsburgh. 
uh, the R- Pittsburgh Riverhounds SC. They need to be taken down. They beat us in that 1-0 uh, matchup earlier on in the season when they scored in the third minute, and we just weren't able to do anything after. We need to be able to, to beat this team this year. We were swept by Memphis. We cannot get swept by another team. Uh, Birmingham swept us, I believe. Let me just double-check that. Uh, we tied Indy, tied Orange County SC, Charleston shit on us, Birmingham shit on us, we shit on Miami, Charleston swept us, okay, so Charleston swept us, um, okay, just looking here, sorry about that, yeah, we, we've been swept by Charleston and Birmingham, and we've drawn with both matchups against Indy 11. But we've swept Miami. We've swept... Uh, we've swept... Who? Loudon. We're going to sweep Loudon. I'm not worried about this game. We tied with Sacramento. So we swept Detroit. Which is nice. Um... They're not a very good club anyway. Memphis did sweep us, though. San Antonio is another club. Let me check our early matchup. If we played early. That was our only matchup against them. They're, they must be in the West. I think they must be in the West. But Hartford Athletic, we also swept them. We beat Louisville earlier on in the season. Um, but we do need to come out and you know seal off the season with a win, I think. But... One of the final two games we definitely need to win. If it's not Pittsburgh at home, which it should be at home, we need to win at home always. Um, it needs to be at Louisville's house for sure. Uh, we're 7-5-4 and four away, uh, but we're 10-3-2 and two at home. And our last five were 2-2-1, two, two and one, so we're kind of mid. But we really need to come out, obviously, with points against Loudoun. But we definitely should beat Pittsburgh at Al Lang. Probably one of the best stadiums in America. I keep saying that all the time. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, we will definitely get into the late season discussion, especially after, you know, the Louisville, you know, review and recap in a sense. We'll definitely break down the playoff scheme and what's going on in the playoffs and stuff like that. Our predictions and. Uh, who we're going to be facing, matchups, and obviously roster and injury updates and news because apparently Leo Fernandez has been practicing slightly. So that's big news for the team. Really would be amazing if he could make it back for the first you know matchup in the playoffs um, or even the last game of the season just to warm himself up. But I really would appreciate um, just a couple, you know, t- at least two out of these three games we win. That's all that I need. No draws. Um, I would like to go three and zero, obviously, but two and two and one would be okay with me. It really would be. I think that sets us up for a good catalyst into the postseason. And again, if you guys are not following us on all of our social media platforms at Tea Time Reports, we are heavily prevalent on Tampa Bay Rowdy's coverage, especially on Twitter slash X and Instagram. So you know, tune in, give us a follow, follow the whatever uh, platform uh, the show. Uh, whatever you know, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you're listening to the show on, you know, give us a follow on there. Give us a like, a rating, a review. Send us some constructive criticism on our social media platforms or the email. It's you know readily available. Um, it is greatly appreciated for any kind of 
constructive criticism or any kind of support. It, it really is. It uh, goes a long way. It shows that we're actually making strides and putting out some good content and good product. And, you know, I really hope you guys appreciate this Tampa Bay Rowdies coverage. And, you know, obviously with three more regular season games heading into the postseason, there's a lot to talk about. And if you're a St. Pete or Tampa Bay native, you need to get out to these Rowdies games. You got two out of the last three games at home. Show some love to the team. Get ready for playoffs, baby. Somos Rowdies. Forza Rowdies. Let's go. Peace, everyone. This is Trevor, signing off.